You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. Hey, Mary, I got a knock-knock joke for you. You ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Knock-knock. Who's there? Effie. Effie who? F-E-B-I, Donald. <laughs> oh, my God. That is terrible. By the way, I made that joke up all by myself. You could call your granddaughter. She probably, yeah. one, she'd get it, and two, she'd think it was funny. Yeah, yeah, she would actually uh, actually laugh. I, you know, this whole thing ought to have some humor to it. Unfortunately, it just really doesn't. It's serious stuff, isn't it? It is, John, but Stephen Colbert had the best. He said... Oh, that's perfect that Donald Trump is going to be brought down by a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. For a person that. who loves libraries and loves to read, that was just, just desserts. You know, that, I, that, you know, boneheaded, almost illiterate guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I wonder, just watching Trump these last six or seven years, if he really doesn't understand what he did or why that's serious. He's such a narcissist that you can almost imagine him going, that stuff belongs to me. Yeah. And any of those reports that, you know, said that I was responsible for what happened in Ukraine or whatever, uh, that's my business. That's none of your beeswax. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the whole thing confuses me a little bit. So help me sort it out. It was like last winter, wasn't it? Like January or February? It was February. February, when they became aware that he had taken it. And they requested boxes. And I think he returned some boxes to them at that time. Uh, Isn't that like the 14 boxes? Yeah. But somewhere after that, the National Archives grows convinced that he has not returned everything. Stop me if I mess this up. And they visit him like in June uh, and he takes him on a little tour or somebody takes yeah. him on. No, I think he, a, I got the impression he did, which, you know, was amusing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, he's probably hoping they might choose to stay there some night. You know, <laughs> he's charged, always the, the innkeeper. Time. But at some point, the librarian, the National Archives, gets frustrated and calls on the Department of Justice and says, listen, we need help on, on this. And presumably, all through this and through the last couple of months, there have been conversations between National Archives, Department of Justice, and Trump's lawyers, which must have hit a point of frustration. Somebody mentioned already that the Department of Justice probably needed to feel like people were lying to them to not just do a subpoena and to go ahead and do a search warrant. Is that roughly the outline of it? It appears to be, but one of the things that I've been curious about, and I haven't heard anybody describing this or reporting on it is 
there must be more than one copy of some of these documents because otherwise, how would they know necessarily unless they have witnesses who are saying, yes, I know he has a copy of, or there's a, a report about, um, I'm just going to really make this up. So I have no idea. Like a new weapon system that we're working on. There was only one copy made and was given to the president. And he has not given that back because Lockheed Martin told us he has that. I mean, it's hard to imagine in t this day and age, there's only one copy of anything. Maybe, you know, Kim Jong-un's letters. But you know what I mean? And, and we get the impression, and we don't know because the DOJ is not talking, nor are the archives, that whatever it is, it's top secret stuff. Now, you know, the government has been accused of um, classifying things higher than they should be classified. So we have been given that. Maybe it isn't top secret, you know, for the president's eyes only stuff. But clearly there were things that he did not give up that he doesn't have the need for. He doesn't have the right to. They don't belong to him. There's government stuff. And that somebody somewhere feels could compromise national security. Maybe that's, you know, spies on the ground or weapon systems or plans or something. And I did hear yesterday this woman, which she had been with the FBI, and she was with the national security team. So I guess that the FBI of the national security folks and the criminal folks, you know, they're all broken down into different segments. And she said, I, she, again, they're all speculating. They don't know. But she said, I suspect that this came out of the national security part of the FBI. And the FBI is freaking out because they're like, he, this is a guy who's not careful with documents in the first place. And he's got national security related documents in his possession in a little locker. Because they're like in a locker, right? In Mar-a-Lago. Well, I mean, you're talking right to kind of the big question in my mind. You know, if we make two extremes, is this uh, simply about Donald Trump is not supposed to take papers with him? That's the law after the Nixon administration. And he did it. And maybe some things probably are a little bit sensitive, but the problem is not the papers. It's not what's in it. It's just the fact that he did that. And if we put that on one extreme and then we go to the other extreme that no, what is in those papers is really important either. And I'm going to branch this off either because it directly affects national security in some way, maybe papers he was storing up about Ukraine back when he was trying to blackmail them or because it talks directly to some of his own own misdeeds. And I, I guess that's what we wonder is where it falls in all that, except I think most of us suspect Merrick Garland is not going to put his fanny all the way out there for anything that is the least bit trivial. I don't agree. I mean, I yeah, I don't think it's about little gifts that he got from people and he doesn't want to give up even the letter Barack Obama left him. I don't think it's about any of that. I agree with you. If you're Merrick Garland, it's a big, huge decision. If you're 
FBI Director Ray. It's a big dis- political decision. It has to be serious enough to disrupt the apple cart in the way that it has. Now, what that is, I mean, everybody's, you know, so curious, but curiosity killed the cat, right? So we need to be a little careful. But I can't imagine that it's just going to be a thud. But the thing is, John, we may not know. Although today I was thinking about this and um, I was thinking maybe it's ultimately we're going to get a leak sooner than later. And because the DOJ is not going to do a press conference. And I don't think Trump will release the warrant. You know, he could. But but he's not going to because it probably is pretty direct on what they were looking for. But we could get a leak and that starts to clear up what they're afraid he was keeping. I think they took like 12 boxes out, didn't they? They took stuff Mm -hmm. out with them. So the mere fact that they took stuff out indicates that they found something. And and, And again, back to what you said, what it appears the law says is you can't take the government's papers with you which makes sense because they don't belong to Trump. But Trump never agreed with that. He thought the generals belonged to him. He thinks the paper belongs to him. The Secret Service belonged to him. Everyone and everything belongs to him. So that's what I mean when I say, I wonder if he just doesn't get it. And I heard one guy say something like, you can imagine him having, you know, some top secret thing and thinking, wow, this is so cool that I have this. Because did you hear that after his one of his speeches, he wanted to sell the speech, his one with his handwritten remarks on it, he wanted to sell it on eBay. No. Yes. He, and, and his, whoever, you know, was chief of staff at the time was like, no, you can't. That belongs to the government. What you did belongs to the government. And, and that just like didn't res, re, register with him because he thought, well, I wrote it belongs to me well and i i can can just imagine imagine him uh having a fundraising event where he takes top secret documents and he autographs them he signs them and and before somebody thinks that is way too stupid john realize he's been off autographing bibles But right? you know, maybe it's like his retirement plan is to have all yeah. this top secret stuff in the basement. And if he needs an extra million dollars, he has, you know, he goes out and signs some stuff or, you know, I mean, I think it, from our perspective, what we'd love to think that it was is the, um, you know, the, the secret report that had him dead to rights on the Russia thing. Yeah. But yep. I don't think it's that. I mean, because I don't think that exists because they never kind of could figure that out. But I I wouldn't be surprised if it's something that implicates him in a big way in something that we, we, we can't even think about right now. We don't even know. But what I really like to talk about, since we have about five minutes left, what level of hispo- hypocrisy must you reach if you're a Republican? <laughs> To be stunned and dismayed by what's happening to Trump when you ran an entire campaign against Hillary Clinton about emails. 
I don't know. And I, I have been imagining Hillary somewhere. I assume she lives like in New York now. Yeah. Uh, but sitting around and calling over and says, Bill, I'm sorry. This is tasteless. But I'm going to laugh so damn hard about this right now. I'm just going to throw my head back and uh, I'm going to pick up my old Blackberry and I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh. It is. I mean, the hypocrisy is incredible. Frankly, the whole reaction of the Republican Party, I, I can't believe that these guys can still surprise me. But this whole immediate reaction of this is it, lock and load. Time for civil war. And for Kevin McCarthy to say, Merrick Garland, save your files, uh, save your records and clear your calendar. And for Kevin not to sense any kind of irony of the texts that have been erased, uh, the six hours or whatever it was of no phone records, not to see any irony in any of that, but just to say, Merrick, we're coming for you. It's incredible. It is. And, you know, I think back to the Hillary private server thing and and at the time, personally thinking, she should not have done that. And no yeah. matter how paranoid she was about people being out to get her, that that was really, really bad. And if you've ever known anybody who's worked for the federal government, they're so scrupulous about, um, you know, use of the government email, two phones, you know, not taking anything, not using private phones for government business, all of that. And she knew better. And she did it because she thought she was above the law. And, you know, it was one thing about Hillary that, that I didn't like. So did I think we should lock her up? No. Did I think that what Comey did in terms of politicizing that was wrong? Yes. And I think it would be very, very bad if Mary Garland came out right now and did a press conference even with the national security things, even with the upheaval, because that's not what the DOJ is supposed to do. And you have to play this stuff straight and you have to get out of politics that DOJ does. So, um, but I think it's a reasonable expectation that the Republicans also play it straight. They just have lost the ability to do that now that they're in the cult. And I'm never a fan of Mitch McConnell, but that dude is smart to keep his mouth shut. Because I'm not here to make a prediction, and I know everybody says that the Republicans are going to win the House, but I'm not 100% sure of that. Because every time you hear this, there's a voter out there that says, I don't want the next two years having them investigating Merrick Garland and Hunter Biden. And, you know, like this getting things done, this governing thing, that feels kind of good. Yeah. I think you're exactly right. Listen, I am going to make uh, a prediction. This is the best kind. It's based on absolutely nothing, and it's just purely fanciful. Oh, I okay? love those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these are the best. Because I never think, I kind of agree with you. I don't think Donald Trump would think it was wrong to take the documents, either just because he's inept or because he thinks it all belongs to him. But I wonder... If a high-level intellect like Donald Jr., for instance, thought, ooh, man, these are not documents the whole world ought to say, and he packed them away and sent them down, down to Mar-a-Lago. How's that for a really baseless theory? 
That's pretty baseless. But I did love what Eric Trump said yesterday, which was, I know how the White House works. Yeah. And I guarantee you that Joe Biden knows what Merrick Garland is doing. Talk about a confession. Yeah. <laughs> it's what they've all always done. Yes. I'll tell you what, I have a, a generally pretty free day today. I've got a little bit of work I need to do. I've got a little bit of writing, but I think I'm going to watch some news. I know. Big news day. Always. Right. Bye. Talk to you. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.